All right, and welcome back to the HFW Industries podcast. This is episode five, and this is going to be the first in a series of podcast episodes we do um, that are going to talk more about the technical side of our business. Uh, so this is more customer-facing, uh, explaining a little bit more about what we do. Uh, we're a very specialty manufacturer, uh, which is good in a lot of ways. I'd say one thing that it makes it tricky about that is is it's sometimes hard to um, explain concisely what we do. And so that's, I think, the point of the podcast today is to dive into a little bit more about one of our uh, specialties. And so today we're going to be talking about thermal spray coatings. I'm joined by our vice president, Matt Watson, today. Uh, Matt, thanks again for joining us. So let's dive in first to talk a little bit more about thermal spray and just coding, I guess coding in general, because we are a one source solution. That's what we've been marketing ourselves as for a number of years, um, being that we have coding, we have machining, we have grinding, we have assembly, uh, we are an ISO shop. So we have all of that, but at our heart, at our core, we, we start as a coding shop, right? Yeah, we started as a coating slash hard facing shop in the late 1940s. So car coating's always been our niche or or one of our niches. Um, and we've over the years um, developed s some of these applications where we complement the coating and the welding with our um, machining and, and precision grinding. Yeah, and so it's really evolved into be something where we can be the one source solution, uh, which cuts down on time, it cuts down on cost to our customers. Um, but at the at the heart of that, what we've really specialized in from the beginning is those coatings. Uh, and, and so Matt, to get into a little bit more about what thermal spray is, can you just describe what that process is and, and why um, we've had such good success at it? Well, thermal spray is a process of depositing a coating onto a substrate for many purposes, wear resistance, corrosion resistance, heat resistance. Um, and we also have some applications where we are putting a specific characteristic onto a component. Uh, sometimes we're putting a, a very rough coating on a roll for traction. So there are many uses of, of the coating and, and thermal springs a a really um, flexible process. There are many different uh, materials that can be deposited, whether it's uh, a metal, ceramic, cermet, or carbide, um, and then you know various blends of those uh, materials. So, and we can go into specifics more, um, talking to people on an individual basis. But uh, in a more general sense, can you talk a little bit about um, industries and, and maybe general applications we've had success with a lot of these coatings and like what I, I know you said wear and corrosion resistance. Where do you see where has, traditionally has that been very successful? Well, over the years, for example, we've done a lot of work in the power gen uh, industry or compressor industry and uh, thermal spray coating of piston rods with tungsten carbide. We've we've done that for a number of years. That's a pretty standard. Uh, application in, in industry. Uh, that would be for wear resistance, corrosion resistance. Um, you know, we, we have built uh, and refurbished a lot of roles for the printing industry, chemical industry that 
Um, in a lot of cases, they're undergoing corrosion, but also wear. Uh, so we've those are some those are two very basic applications that are that that we come across. And even in, in certain cases, high tech applications too, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we had an application several years ago. Project has kind of wound down where we were spraying aluminum onto um, some semiconductor semiconductor components, and the the purpose of the coating, uh, the customer needed a rough coating to basically act as a sponge and collect um, overspray and contaminants in the, in a, uh, in, in a section of the semiconductor process. Well, I think what you just said there in this whole discussion goes to, um, back to what you said earlier about the flexibility of the process. There's really a lot of different uses for it. Um, there's, and, and, and that's always been one of our strong suits too, is, is our ability to experiment and, um, help customers with unique applications, right? Correct. Correct. So can you talk about the different processes we have for coding and the best use, use cases for each? Like what, you know, maybe a certain part is um, better suited for one process versus another? Well, you know, when we when we look at an application, thermal spraying is a, is a wide ranging family of processes. And um, there are, I'll, I'll kind of focus on the three that we do day in and day out are the plasma spray process, twin wire arc. Uh, metalized process and HVOF, which is high velocity oxy fuel. Those are the the three processes that we use all the time. Um, th- there are others as well, uh, but you know we look at each application, and you know we, we have to look at the first of all. We have to look at the problem that's going on. Is it a wear? Is it a corrosion issue? Is it a combination of the two? Um, we look at you know, what, what material is the customer looking for, or are they looking for us to make recommendations? Um, you know, I should add, we work closely with a lot of customers, you know, since they know their application, um, we get a lot of their input and and buy off as to what materials to apply. Um, so we look at the materials that they want to apply and then and then that also will sometimes designate the process so if someone has a uh, for example a, a processing role that is undergoing some wear uh, and maybe some corrosion too you know maybe that might be an application where we use a chrome oxide ceramic which that leads us to the plasma spray process um, you know likewise you know hvof um, the hvof process high velocity oxy fuel we are spraying a lot of carbide uh, with that process. You can spray carbide with the plasma spray process, but it's not the. I'm not going to say it's not ideal. It's um, you know, you get a much on average, you get a, a better coating with HVOF. So these are all the little nuances that we have to look at when we're looking at a particular application and and which material and which process to uh, to use. Well, I think this whole discussion is a good example of how over our 75 year history uh, we've gone from being just a a pure job shop to really being a a solution provider to our customers. Um, You know, we're not 
we, we were, we're not something where a customer sends us the part and then never hears from us again. It's, it's a very much a back and forth process. Um, we take our years and, and literally hundreds of years of experience between our, our engineers, our machinists, um, and our other uh, team members um, to really give our, our customers not just a, a physical good, but they're really getting a, a lot of service that's that's built into that price as well. Correct. Correct. So we'll go into this last point more on the metallurgy episode um, on this technical series, but just a little bit on this episode. Can you talk briefly about HFW's proprietary coatings and um, just dive a, a bit more into our material science expertise? Well, one thing we've done, we have a, a handful of proprietary coatings that we've developed over the you know past twenty some years, um, thirty even up to thirty years. We've we've come up with some proprietary coatings, working with some some uh, industry support. You know, we've had some you know good vendors over the years who've helped us, um, and we've also had good customer relationships. Too, you know, a lot of these materials um, over the years, you know, ideas were were brought to us by customers, and 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 a lot of this is just, you know, old fashioned tinkering, you know, just, um, you know, talking, you know, talking to people here at HFW and talking to our customers and, and trying some things, and and um, so it's it's you know we've had some success stories and. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking, I think we're at the point, you know, trying to develop some, some new materials that there, there are some, um, advancements, I think in the, um, thermal spray material business that we're looking at, there are some new materials that are coming out. So we're, we're also looking at those. So, um, you know, always trying to, you know, come up with a solution for our customer. I mean, we didn't necessarily, you know, some, sometimes you, you stumble across these things by accident. So, you know, we didn't say, Oh, we're going to come up with a proprietary alloy. It just, you know, in one particular application, we were playing around and found that, Hey, this, this alloy, whatever, you know, however we're putting it together is working really well for our customer. And it was, you know, um, not going to say by accident, but, um, and you know, to some degree it was. Yeah. I, I think that just goes back to everything, everything we've been talking about where, you know, this isn't just a commodity. We're really selling you that value. You're getting a lot for, um, what you're paying for and you're getting that expertise at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is increase, um, our customers uptime. And, um, that's a lot more than just a simple service or a simple product. Um, and, and that's how we've been able to, over 75 years, develop some really deep customer relationships um, that have allowed, allowed us to solve some tricky problems for them. Um, so I think that's just about it. Matt, do you have anything else to add uh, in terms of thermal spray? Uh, no, just just that it's a it's a very versatile, um, very versatile technology, and it's something that you know we we've been doing for a long time. And 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 also I should say. Um, you know, not, not only the coding portion, but I think where there are, you know, where, where we excel and there are some good shops, um, you know, across the country that do this as well. I think the, the good quote unquote coding shops are also the businesses that know how the, to machine the part correctly 
and also finish these coatings too. Thermal spray coatings are uh, mechanically bonded coating, meaning we have to roughen the surface of the shaft or the roller, or whatever, for the coating to adhere. Um, it's a very, it's it, so it's a that's why it's called a mechanical bond. It's not a metallurgical bond like a weld. And um, that when you're finishing those coatings in terms of machining or grinding, uh, there's a lot of expertise that's that's needed. You can't just uh, spray a shaft and of say three sixteen stainless. Um, you can't just turn, you know, turn that coating at the same speed as you would a 316 solid bar. So there, you know, um, you know, I think we're, you know, among those shops that know, have that, not only the coating expertise, but the expertise in finishing the coatings. Well, another great reason why to trust that one source solution, because we, we understand the entire process. Uh, you know, yes, there are, are shops that just do the grinding or just do the coating. Um, but the fact that we do it all in house, we're talking to each other. Um, there's more reliability there and there's more, um, trust, I think, and, and you have a better result, um, because we've seen some of those, those times where, um, you go to each, each step gets sent out to different people and there can be issues with that. No, exactly. I mean, we sometimes, um, you know, sometimes for some of our customers, especially OEMs for whatever, and sometimes they're, you know, they, they need to finish it at their facility. And we certainly understand that. Um, and we always try and help them, give them the technical data in terms of, you know, how to finish that part. But there are times when we get the call, Hey, something's wrong with the coding. And then only to find out that, you know, someone on second or third shift was, yeah, machining the coating at X speed and X feed. And we're, you know, not, not nearly where they are in terms of speeds and feeds machining the coating or even grinding the coating. So, uh, you know, those are sometimes, sometimes the issues that we, the, that we run across. Yeah. I mean, not to, not to toot our own horn too much, but it's just to point out that that issue a lot of times could have been prevented had, um, we had control over that whole process to ensure a, 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 a nice finished part. Correct. Right. So I, I think that just about wraps up our discussion today on thermal spray coatings. And uh, as with all of these more technical episodes, uh, we're happy to dive into more specifics and uh, in, in talk on an individual basis with anyone um, where we can pr provide some specific examples of use cases, um, what processes might be best for you with what you're dealing with. Um, so we're happy to dive into more of that um, on an individual uh, basis. But with that, I think that's going to wrap up our first technical episode today. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.